Are you that business owner that is crushing it and you have tons of clients and tons of work and business is appearing to look amazing on the outside, but on the inside, you are drowning in work and overwhelmed and stressed out because you need help. The thing is, you're so busy, you don't even know where to start. Well, I'm here to help. Let's get real. Can I just say, you're a rare find. Running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos, and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick and mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick and mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. Be the only option in town. Welcome. So good to be back. I had batched some episodes, so it has been a few weeks since I've recorded a podcast. I'm super excited to talk about today because when I work with my clients, many of them are solopreneurs or with a really small team. So just for those of you that are brand new or newer to the podcast, I gear this podcast for brick and mortar and service-based businesses that are about five years or less in business. Not to say that the tools and tips here can't be applied to people who have been in business longer, but generally speaking, that is who I'm speaking to. So if this doesn't apply to you, go check out somebody else. But for those of you that this does apply to, you are newer in your business where you're doing a lot of the things yourself. And we tend to have some success. I mean, usually we're starting a business out of some passion and education and desire that we have, right? Personally, but we don't always get the business training with that passion or education or desire. So this podcast is going to help with that. It's going to help with some business knowledge to help you propel your business forward. Before we dive into today's topic, I just want to invite you over to the Facebook group, the Rebel Women Tribe. I call you listeners Rebel Women because you are opening storefronts to create a legacy for you, your family, and your community. So every week in the Facebook group, I come in live to share with you tips, tools, and strategies that I've learned in my business to help you in yours. For those of you that don't know, I have a brick and mortar business for 13 years, and I have a staff of 13 people. And every week, I'm learning something new. So I come in live and share with you what that was that week. And sometimes it's mindset, sometimes it's team, sometimes it's strategy, sometimes it's visibility. It can be anything, but they're always little nuggets just for you. So come on over the Rebel Women Tribe in Facebook world. All right, everybody. I am super excited to talk about this because this is a topic conversation that I have all the time with clients. 
They are busy. Most of my clients are solopreneurs or have a super small team and they are wanting to hire additional help, but they don't even know where to start. You guys, it wasn't that long ago. I totally get it. I was doing all the things. For those of you that don't know, I have a brick and mortar business of 13 years. It started out of my home and continued in my home for 10 years because I wanted it that way. (laughs) I didn't want to manage a team. I didn't want a big commercial space. I liked doing everything. I liked the control. I liked knowing what was going on. And I probably would still be there if life didn't happen. A little bit about my story. I started my business three weeks after baby number three was born for sanity, for physical activity, and for a little grocery money. Fast forward in 2015, I was sitting in my kitchen and my husband at the time walks in from a weekend away and he says, I want a divorce. We had five kids at the time, ages 11 down to two. I made less than $20,000 in my little side hustle that year. And now I was going to have to make the really tough and scary decision of going through a divorce and figuring out how to make my little side hustle a business that would provide. Fast forward a few more years, and I am sitting at a restaurant with my leadership team and talking about vision, and they are walking away after this meeting, and I have one thing on my to-do list, and they are tackling the other to-do list items, and I am in a business that runs 95% without me. If I had to leave and go back home for a sick parent, or if I wanted to take a two-week vacation, I know I could do that and the business would run itself. I wouldn't have to be there. And it's such a great space to be. And that happened by deciding and taking little steps every day. I did not go and hire somebody 40 hours a week. I hired slow, fired fast. And that is what I'm going to encourage you to do is to start slow. Most of my clients aren't needing that 40 hour a week person. Okay. So they are needing somebody to help them, but they just don't know how to do it or how to get started and how to budget. So that's what this episode is about. Okay. So we are going to break this down. There are a lot of steps in hiring. There's um, a lot of things that come into play. And I just want to talk about this little portion of it so you can get some clarity on who you need and how much you need them, because you might be surprised that you don't need this 15 hour a week person yet. So hire slow, fire fast. What are we going to do? How are we going to do that? First of all, I want you to take some time and I want you to list out everything you are doing currently in your business everything. And that's going to take some time. That might take a week by just going through your day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, what you do, go through your calendar, go through what you do. And then after you do that, you are going to circle the items that only you can do. Only you. Not that you like them because there are things that I like in my business that I was like, oh, no, I guess I don't need to do that. All right. So only the things that only you can do. 
So we have a list. You've decided what you can do. All the things on the other list are things that can be delegated. And that's where people have the trouble or the hiccup or the go, oh, I need a person that can clean. I need a person that can do social media. I need a person that can do systems and automation. I need a person down here for this thing. And it's such a big ask. Okay. I need a person that can do all these things. You guys, if I would have told my Karen, who is my admin assistant and my right-hand person, that she would be doing copywriting, she would be doing scheduling, she would be doing email, she would be doing what else? She does so much. Personal running for me. If I would have told her all those things up front, she wouldn't be with me. (laughs) She would have run the other direction. Oh, blog, like tech. Like she was so scared of the tech thing. Okay. So if I would have told her all that up front, there's no way she would take the job. So I started super slow and that's what I'm going to encourage you to. So you have those list of things that you want help with, but you're going to narrow it down to things that are urgent and then maybe in the same wheelhouse of skill. So for my first real hire, it was Karen, my admin, who I needed help with email and calling people back. Okay. Clients back email, follow up and calling people back. And that's all she did. And I started at two hours a week and I knew that we could try that for a month and we would have some feedback as to whether it was going to work. And quite frankly, I think it took two weeks to realize, oh my gosh, this is such a huge help. And then I added something else to the list. And then we added something else after another two to four weeks. And slowly over time, she is now at a point where she's probably working maybe 15 hours a week, maybe, but she's freeing me up so much time because I'm not having to think about it and therefore the stress of it isn't weighing me down and making me feel frazzled, okay? But we need to back up. So we made the list of everything we do. We decided what we can only do. We decided things that potential future hire could do. Now, maybe it is five hours that you're like, okay, five hours, I'd like to start with that. So now we have a template. Now we know that we are looking for somebody for about five hours a week. I'm going to pay them $20 an hour for easy math right now. That gets us to $100 times four. So roughly about $400 a month you're paying for an employee. So do you have it in your budget to do that? Or do you need to plan for it? And whatever that answer is for you, it gives you some clarity. Like, all right, that's how much I have right now. And then you can go to the next step of finding that person. But that is how I have done that with my business. And I've slowly added team members and I've slowly increased the amount of time they work for me. All my team members started with one or two hours a week. And we've slowly added more. And by getting those things off my plate and out of my head, I then had more space mentally and physically to do the things that brought in more money to the business. So that is how you plan and budget for that first hire. Number one, you're going to make a list. Number two, you're going to go through that list and decide what is only your job and all the things you could delegate. And then number three, you are going to find those things that work together 
the the jobs that make sense to go together to find that person so that now you have a job description for somebody and then you can find how many hours that would be and then you're able to set a dollar amount to that okay so it breaks it down that way I have a fun download for you today. It's kind of like a dream, right? It's going to be the goal of outsourcing. I want you to grab my list, my epic list of things to outsource. This is both in your business and outside your business or in the home. These are things that people don't think that, oh my gosh, I could outsource this. I never even thought of that. So this is for those of you that are like, what could I get off my plate? Like in all the areas, it's kind of a fun one to look at and just kind of keep as your goal to get everything off your list so that you can truly have all the freedom in the world. Grab that at MsMelissaRose.com forward slash outsource and hope you have fun with that. I hope this was helpful. This is a question I get a lot. I get it a lot because a lot of my clients are solopreneurs and they are wanting to hire, but they're just overwhelmed with the process. And there is a process, but I just wanted to get this little nugget of how do you even start figuring out who you really need? Okay. Comment by messaging me. Go to Brick and Mortar Visibility on Instagram and comment with your takeaways from this episode. I'd love to hear from you. Always love to hear from you. Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still listening. You are such a rebel woman and you have to be part of the tribe. So if you love this podcast, be sure to leave an honest rating and review on your favorite podcast app. And I'll be sure to shout you out on the next episode. Have a great day. Peace.